This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Welcome to today's episode. Today's going to be pretty short and simple. We're going to go over 10 tax-saving strategies that you could implement by the end of the year or by the time you file your tax return next year. This is more focused for an individual, someone that's retired, someone that's a W-2 employee. We'll get into some of the other estimates here a little later. But number one is contributing to a 401k plan or another employer-sponsored retirement plan because contributions into these plans can be deductible if it is a, a typical one, not a Roth one. So that's number one, contributing into... Uh, 401k. Another, the second one, number two, is contributing to an, a regular IRA. Traditional IRAs are deductible. Roth IRAs are not deductible, of course, but they do grow tax free. So now we're into number three. Consider putting money into an HSA plan. These are the health savings accounts plan plans. You do need to have a certain type of insurance for this to work. Like it's a high deductible plan that you need to have for it to work, and that's your health insurance. Contributions are tax deductible. When you pull money out of it, it's not tax. It's not taxable because when you pull money out, it's for your like health related items. And one of the other cool things about that is that as it grows, you can have it in an HSA plan, like investments within that plan, and as it grows, it's also tax free. So it's kind of like a, the ultimate, you get, you get tax savings in three ways. When it goes in as a deduction, as it grows, and then when you pull it out, you're not paying tax at any of those points. Okay, the number four tax saving ideas by the end of the year is donating to charity. This is one of the personal itemized deductions. Uh, if you do donate to a qualified, it does need to be a qualified charitable organization. Those are the 501c3 organizations. Make sure you keep records of that. So if you have, if you gave, say, $1,000 to an organization, make sure they give you back a letter of acknowledgement so you can have that as proof if you ever needed it. And, and proof for your, like, a canceled check or bank transfer or credit card transaction would help with that as well. Uh, number five, in this year, especially 2022, I know stocks and a lot of investments have been down. You can sell some of these investments that have been losing money that would be like tax loss, har- tax loss harvesting. Um, you can realize those capital losses by selling them because if, you've, if you're just holding on to those investments and you don't sell them by the end of the year, you don't get a deduction if you don't sell it. If you've just experienced a loss, you haven't like actually sold out of that, that investment, you haven't quote-unquote realized the loss, which is the, like, the requirement for the IRS. Uh, number six is deferring income. If, and this is really like if you're a W 2 employee, it's usually not possible unless, say, there's a, a bonus and they gave you an option to defer it into next year. Deferring it into next year as an employee could be something you do. And then, of course, you'd have another year to worry about it or another year p- to plan for it. So that's deferring income. Most of the time, this, this would be a, if you're self employed, you usually have more opportunity with that. Say it's just not invoicing your clients or not doing the work to the point where you need to invoice your clients. And uh, with them not paying you, if your cash basis taxpayer, if you haven't received the cash yet, you don't have to put it into 
into this year's taxable income. So just be watching your your tax brackets with all these different these ideas I'm covering. So that was number six. And then number seven, I would review your withholding kind of late in the year now to do it. But as a W-2 employee, review your withholding, like how much you've had withheld and gone toward as a prepayment for federal and state taxes. Also, if you are retired, look at your retirement distributions. If you're pulling money out of an IRA, see if they're if you're withholding tax on that. If you're not, and if you owe a lot every year, maybe consider starting to withhold on that. And you can't, you can have money taxes withheld on your retirement, your social security, um, almost any type of income you could have withholding on it. Uh, that was number seven. Number eight, as a business owner, is to take advantage of business deductions. This number eight could be a whole hour, hour episode, but make sure you understand what deductions are available to you. Um, Look to see if you have deductions that you could prepay or deductions that you have outstanding that you could pay. Just understand what you can deduct and take advantage of those. Like, and sometimes there's things that if you've already, or if you're already paying for some of these things, like personally, say you have, you and your family like to travel, you like to travel somewhere and you end up buying a, a rental, like a rental property in that area, that travel could be deductible and you were going to be paying that anyways. So just watch for that in your business or with your investments. Look for those deductions that you're paying for anyways and, and see if some of those could be considered business deductions as well. Uh, number nine is look at potential tax credits related to like the home energy stuff. A lot of this change, this was really only a couple months ago, they came out with some new tax law changes on this. Uh, and there's new credits for insulation, new credits for types of HVAC systems or heat pump, like heating systems that, that heat your house. There's quite a few tax credits related to that. And then the last one, I would say make sure you understand the, that number nine was just related to the energy credits. Number 10 is make sure you understand what other types of credits you could qualify for. So some of these examples are child tax credits. There's tuition, ta there's tuition credits. There's solar credits. If you put solar on your home for the year, there's electric vehicle credits. So just make sure you understand. I'll do another episode specifically on credits. Just make sure you understand what applies to you. And those are, those are some of the main ones. So in a quick summary, we've got contributing money to a 401k. That's number one. Number two is putting money into IRAs. Three is HSA contributions. Four is donating to charity. Five is to do some tax loss harvesting with your investments. Six is to defer income where you can. Seven is to look at your withholding. That's on your, your say, W-2 paychecks or also your retirement income. Eight is to take advantage and understand your business and investment company deductions. Nine was to look at the energy tax credits available to you. A lot of this is brand new. So there's... Quite, like I'm, I'm, I'm still reading a lot about it. I don't, I don't know everything about the new energy tax credits yet. I'm still getting more into that. And then number ten was review all the types of credits that you might qualify for. Those are the child tax credits, tuition credits, solar. Um, yeah, even like there's even elderly tax credits or disabled tax credits, earned income tax credits. Just make sure you understand some of those opportunities. So that's it for today. Please feel free to reach out if you have any questions, and. Uh, yeah, good luck with the end of the year tax planning and in uh, reducing your taxes. Have a good night.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com. 